Yo, yo. Yo, yo, what's good, bro? What's poppin', bro? Y'all make sure y'all ping up. This gonna be a special one tonight. Y'all ping up to y'all in ping jail, bro. We got Ills of Christ pulling up. DC Legend. Yeah, y'all pink up, man. Y'all share the clubhouse. You was good. What's good, beloved? What's good? What's good? What's good, bro? What's good? You know, just vibing, bro. Hey, yo, ghost. What's good, brother? What's popping, bro? What's yo, poppin'? remember when you um had asked? Uh, um, remember when somebody was like, "Yo, uh, uh P PTR the picture." Uh, uh, that was me, bro. That I was the one that said that when homeboy didn't PTR it and he bounced. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Salute you, bro. You was on him with that show for show. <laughs> Word. <laughs> you saw those niggas just packed his bags and took off. <laughs> yeah, he got missing quick. DD carry in. R.A.N.B., what's going on? Hey, what's Ghost! What's good, y'all? What's poppin'? I was about to troll and be like, where you been? But I know. Yeah, we're going to break down some shit on this episode. It's going to be dope. Definitely ping up. I'm ready for it. I don't know. I might not have, I might not, I shouldn't, I don't think I should be here because one of the names in the title is A Conflict of Interest. Oh, shit. Yo, Tink, what's good, fam? Yo. What's up? What's popping? What up? Salute to everybody. You already know. He about to be in here in like three or four minutes. Just about to speak with Tink and she dipped. Yeah, this is about to be a dope interview. Oh yeah, definitely, most definitely. S dot, what's been going on, bro? Shit, brother. 
still learning that other shit that you and I was politicking about. Remember um, what I was telling you about um, the Turo shit? Don't forget, I got you. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep. As soon as I get the whole, you know what I mean? The whole script. Yep. Is what's poppin', bro? Gotta unmute your mic, bro. I gotta unmute it. There you go, right there. Yeah, now we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you right now. Can y'all see me? No, 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 no. We ain't gonna be able to see you. We just gonna hear you. <laughs> oh shit, my bad. I'm, I'm late in the game. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, salute. I appreciate you stopping by, bro. It always is a pleasure, motherfucker. So, well, how we doing this? Give me a quick update on how we doing we're this. We're doing it right now, so we're going to start off in about another, about another minute. So, listen. Y'all asking me questions, or everybody asking me questions. Um, I'm going to ask you questions probably about the first 20, 30 minutes. Then uh, I'll open it up to the floor. Then a few people, I'll let a few people ask a couple of questions. All right, they can hear me now? Yep. Uh, I'm going to say, tell y'all this before we, um, y'all get to answering questions. I'm going to ask any question y'all want. But at the same token, I'm not going to go back and forth and debate and argue with you people. You feel me? I respect your opinion. You feel me? I don't agree with it, y'all. It's all good. We're moving on. I ain't going to be sitting in front of arguing back and forth. Feel me? Go ahead. Come on, let's go. Let's get it started, Mark. Most definitely. So look. So can you introduce yourself for the people that don't know? Let them know exactly where you're from. Oh, yeah. It is the Christ. I'm a D.C. finest gangster. I'm from Washington, D.C. Northeast Trinidad. I represent the whole Washington, D.C., though. And the DMV. I'm everywhere. Dope, dope. So, man, we're going to take it back. Like, uh, D.C., growing up in D.C. around that time, like, you know, you before you had a teenager, like you was playing ball or you was uh, – Already running around in the streets. Man, I, I played football for a minute at a boys' club, and um, I went to boxing like one time. And um, so when I went to boxing, I come home, all my homies got money, pocket full of quarters and money. So I'm like, man, they said you missed out, man. You going to that boxing shit? You missed out. So I took a vow from that day on, from that point on, I won't ever go to boxing and miss give no money no more. And so the race began. What year, what year was that around? <laughs> I probably was in the fifth grade. I probably was in the fifth grade. Got you. So, like, that was, like, what, the um, late 70s, early 80s? Yeah, um, late 70s. Yep. Late 70s. Mm-hmm. And during this time, did this yep. D.C. get hit with, like, with the crack epidemic before that, or? Nah, the crack epidemic came in 88, 89. And that's when I started turning drugs, selling drugs at that time. All right, so look, let's take it back then. So now it's like the 80s. You know what I'm saying? You got to go into um, high school. What was it like then, man? What, what was going on with you? Now, actually, I was in junior high. I, I started selling drugs when I was in junior high, more like the seventh grade. About eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade, I started selling drugs. Before then, I was stealing, 
uh, breaking the soda machines, arcade games, stealing jewelry out of the people's drugstore, just selling shit, just pumping gas, just making money, making ends meet, making money, everywhere we know how. And then like uh, 86, it was 85, it was a weed, and it was PCP back then before the crack earth. So we tried the PCP shit. We weren't good at that, but we tried it. And um, I bet the uh, powder came in. The powder cocaine came came in. So we started selling the powder cocaine. Then after that, the crack came in. And that's when we had our turn. And that's gotcha. 1889. So, so, like, what was the direct connect during that time, like, between D.C. and New York? Was it a relationship already built, or was it building around this time? It was already it was building because we was fucking with some Brooklyn um, dudes, my motherfucking man. Them, um, we was fucking with them, and they was fucking with an old dude named Chick for real. Rest in peace, Chick. So Chick had the 16th Street locked down. Everybody knew Chick. He's old time. Everybody respected him. But the New York dudes was fucking with them, so. The main New York dude that was running the other New York dudes, he took a liking to my best friend, which was um, Andre Tank Johnson. And they hit it all. Once they hit it all, they put us on. We, took, we shut Chick down. We put Chick out of business. Because Chick, uh, Chick will hustle from all his house. And Chick will close shop job like early. But us, we stayed out all motherfucking day and night. And so we took off from that point on. So my Brooklyn homies, it's coming down, um, giving us um packet. We would take it. They would take a percentage. I think it was a five thousand dollar package. They keep three thousand. We keep two thousand. We did that for a minute. Then my nigga Dre was like, "That's smart enough, man. I don't want these dudes to keep thinking we gonna hustle for them." So um, shit took place. Whereas though, we both been buying some cars. My man both bought a Benz. I both bought three hundred GX. And um, we were short of some money or something. But my New York man was like, don't worry about it. I'm going to give y'all the money. So Dre was like, say, whatever y'all short, I'm going to give y'all the money. So Dre was like, nah, um, I don't want to owe y'all. He was like, man, shit, I'm going to give it to y'all. Y'all don't owe me shit. So I'm sorry. I'm young. I'm like about 15. So I'm like, man, whatever. Let's do this shit, Dre. So Dre was like, I'm right, going to do it. So the New York dude was like, I'm going to come over y'all tomorrow morning for the rest of the month. We go get the cars. I know they do it at the Cabo Import. If the Cabo Import was a car lot out in Maryland, they fuck with all the drug dealers. So they take cash, they do whatever. So um, the next, when Dre was talking to me, that night, Dre was like, man, they want us to keep working for them. That's why they say we don't owe them no money. Why they gonna give us, want to give us some money? So I'm like, man, fuck it. Let the niggas give us some money. So Dre was like, man, I ain't getting my car. You want your car? You can get your car. So whatever Dre did, I follow suit because. He ain't gonna never tell me nothing wrong. He always got my best interest and want the best for me. So the dude, New York dude, came over the house the morning for money. Dre said, man, I ain't getting the car. He had, like, he had an attitude. He was like, what you gonna do, Rose Parky? And I wanted to say, yeah, so bad. Cause I thought about this. I'm 15. I have a Z. You know how I many bitches I'm gonna get? I'm gonna sweet them a look. I good them a look. But I, I go with my man, Dre told him I ain't get. So that fell through. And, um, so Dre was like, man, I'm trying to get some powder so we can cook our own shit up. So um, they wouldn't sell us no powder. So they kept giving us shit. So Dre was like, man, fuck that. 
gonna get some power from somewhere. So he'll fuck with a dude, my man Egbert, cousin named Mookie, R.I.P. Mookie, even over Southeast. He was a major player back then, as far as having everything you need. So we was fucking with Mookie for a minute. And um they came back in town. We had our own power. So that's when this bullshit came into play for us. They was getting mad because we weren't fucking no more. We weren't taking no five dollar packages no more. So that shit played out. They trying to bring it around. You know, they trying to fuck with other little homies that we was fucking with. Get them shit to sell on our block. But Dre always told me that we ain't gonna be fucking no block. At the end of the day, this a government block. He said, if any of them niggas think this their block, when the police come, watch them niggas run. If it was their block, they tell the police get the fuck. He said, we never fight over no block. So um. He said, well, let the niggas kill themselves, kill each other over that dumb shit. We ain't doing that shit. So I respected Dre. And at that point on, man, we just started hustling. And then um, that was the first chapter of our life by us hustling, coming to the cracker. Got you, got you. Like, at that time, you know, D.C., crack era, they, they talk about it a lot. Like, what was your, like, you just looking back now, can you describe it? Man, like, what man, was I going on? Like, how the streets was looking? Say that again? I said, can you describe it, like, how the streets was looking? Like, it was a lot of money flowing, or, was like, was it, a, like, a zombie land? Like, what was going on? Man, it was a lot of money. It was a lot of money to be made. The money was being made. And there was a lot of motherfucking murders, too. At that time, we was the murder cop. We yet so small, like, D.C. can fit in Baltimore pride two, three times. But it can fit in New York probably 12, 20 times. You feel me? But we was getting that motherfucking money. We was a murder cop at that time. You feel me? So the streets was plenty of money, but there was a lot of other side to that story. Mother was getting something like shit. You feel me? So, um, I mean, we was getting money and um, hustling our ass off. And um, the streets was real fun. It was fun, though. You know, we had fun. It was a lot of fun times back when we could. Before you get to killing, you get to fight. We grew up fighting. I don't know about nobody else. But when I grew up, I grew up fighting. I picked up a gun because everybody else got a gun. So I'm just letting these internet niggas know. When they see me talking shit, they see my guns out and all that, I can fight. You feel me? So I can pick up a gun because everybody else got a gun. But if a nigga see me one, I ain't got time to be fighting nobody. But if a nigga jump out of the park, I ain't got no problem fighting the dude. If I lose, so what? Well, I just lose. I ain't, I ain't tripping. I ain't, I ain't mind taking the L. I ain't lose all my fights. I damn sure ain't win all of them. And so um, that was the first phase as far as hustling with the first group of New York dudes. And um, that was probably from 86 to 88. Probably 87 to 88. Probably a good year. Year and a half we had to run with the Brooklyn dude. My Brooklyn nigga. And then how how did the um the relationship with Alpo start? It started around that Al, same time, I'm like Al after that. Rats. Yeah. Alpo the rat. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, tripping because it's me though. Okay, okay, this how this started with me. Uh, well, us in the rat. Um, we was hustling. We was fucking with a, a homie. You feel me? So the homie was like, um, we was pumping real good. So the homie was like. The homie be going out on dates with his girl and all that. I ain't had no girl back then. I never, I thought I never had a girl. I, I would never, I thought I'd never have a girlfriend before at one point in time. I was so wild. 
man, fuck a bra, I ain't treated on no bra, well, that. So um, we kept fucking with him. So he's like, my mother goes out to the movies with my girl. We be like, man, come on, man, serve us one last time. Cause we about to be out of shit. So he served us one last time. We fucking our movies, y'all fucking my movies, shut up. Long story short, he introduced us to, he was like, man, I got a good man. Y'all good man, hook y'all up with a good man. At the time, he supposed to have been good, but we ain't know about the fucked up shit he did to rich up New York yet. You feel me? I'll put a rat. So, um, so once we started fucking with the dude, it was all love at first. So he was like, man, um, he went back to slim them. Could you hear me? Yeah, no, we can hear you. Oh, no, my phone blanked out. I just want to make sure you hear me. So, so I went back, um, he went back there. My home, big home, was like, man, what's up with these dudes, man? They be selling a lot of shit, man. You know these, these, these niggas cool? He was like, man, yeah, they cool. Everybody know Tank and little Sparkheads, man. So he went around, did his homework on us. Everybody from the city, the niggas, like, man, even niggas love y'all. This, that, and that. The females love us, dudes love us. So from that point on, our poor rat wanted to um, hang with us. So he's like, man, let me hang with y'all, man. Drake, my nigga Drake was like, nah, I don't want you to, I can hang with y'all. Drake's like, check this out, man. I don't want you to stop hanging with these dudes or them dudes or whoever you hang with and come hanging with us. The niggas be mad at us. So he was out for a like, man, fuck the niggas. I'm a man. I can go out and hang with I want to hang with. So Drake gated this shit. So um, when we got in a cartel with Drake, why you ain't with the nigga hang with us? They were like, man, you never hang with your plug. Never hang with your connect. All right, cool. Say no more. He know best. I didn't give a fuck. So um, we started fucking with him, fucking with him, fucking with him, fucking with him. And one day, my nigga Dre was like, you want to expose our hand to me? I said, what you want to tell me? Dre was like, man, shit, let him know we trying to get these 50, 50 joints. So I'm telling Dre, man, fuck it. Why not, man? Fuck the nigga. He going to be like that. All these rumors are about the nigga. So we, uh, we had met him one day. The next day, I met Dre had a talk. And so uh, we met up with him. He was like, man, check this out, man. You know, he tried to get 50 jumps. He was like, man, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't even getting 50 jumps. I'm getting 33 jumps. So he was like, this is what I can do. I can take my y'all money and put it with my money. And we get a better deal for my connect from this plug. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. But my nigga Dre was, I ain't tell our Porter Red that in his face. That's what I'm thinking. So Dre was like, nah, we ain't gonna do that. So we gated it. Dre said, we're gonna keep doing what we're doing. We serve our we will serve you by the rest of them. So we did that for that day. We got home, I asked my nigga, I'm like, Dre, I said, homie, why you ain't gonna put our money in there and get jokes cheap? He's like, man, I ain't, ain't getting my money in there. I don't do good, man. So I'm like, I said, no more, I'm just asking. So the next time we met him, he was like, I came up with another idea. I'm gonna take all my money by the joint. I'm gonna come down and sell it to y'all and put a thousand or two on it. And y'all sell all y'all homies. So everybody love y'all and fuck with y'all. So I'm like, I'm listening, but I don't give a fuck. And my nigga Dre was like, nah, I don't want them niggas in my business knowing what we get. Motherfuckers know I was people in DC and out in Trinidad know 16th Street was pumping, but they ain't know. How much we was pumping because we ain't never got no car at this particular time. So um, they were like, I'm gonna buy my business. 
So we kept it the same. We just get him for 10, hit him for 10, hit him for five, whatever he got. So after that, I think I get locked up in the house. I'm six, I'm 17, it's 89, I'm 17. I'm 16, turning 17, 89, I'm 17. We get locked up. I get locked up in the house and I pay her. Somebody didn't pay the rent. I'm set, I was 17. So I ain't had no control over the paying the rent and all that shit. So they come in and evict me for not paying the rent. I'm in there with my drawers on, breaking shit down, breaking bricks down. So they knocked the kick the door in, locked me up. I made news. I get locked up as a juvenile, a million and a half in the speakers. Um, probably like five bricks of salt and probably like five or ten bricks of crap. So some should have put us. Look if if you if you if, you, if we would slow down in the street and, and just listen to people and pay attention to what they say and their movement, you would see a lot of shit before it happened. So our point of rep was like, he told me what he put up on my man was like, man, that was your man locked up, locked up in the house. I nigga Dre was like, yeah, man, what's up? You think he gonna tell? I nigga Dre was like, nah, man. Charlie's saying fuck the police for life. We ain't we ain't out that long. So I think our Puerto Rican got scared. He ran back up to New York. So um, I stayed locked up as a juvenile for five months. Paid my Dre paid my bond fifty thousand dollars cash. I get out. He's still fucking with our Puerto Rican behind me. So when I get out, our Puerto Rican come up and greet me. Man, what's up, my nigga, man? Good man, you strong man, boy. I'm telling you, right in the near for a motherfucker to say that. If you from the streets and you and, and you you out of the street code. A motherfucker, a real, another man or motherfucking real guy shouldn't tell you, man, I thought you were going to do this. That's bitch nigga shit. You feel me? So, anyway, long story short, he was fucking with him, fucking with him. He ain't had no shit one day. I'll put a rat went out of town. He went out of town. He was gone for a minute. I got a, a big homie, rest in peace, my big homie Ray. Rest in peace. So, um, not ready for the wreck. My other homie, Renee Ray, from around Law Feast, 16th Street, Big Ray. So, um, he introduced us to um, another old school dude. So, we was fucking with the old school dude so much, probably within him. I think I put a rap was gone for like a month, if that. But we was pumping so good. My other big old OG, my triple OG homie was like, man, I'm going to turn y'all to the Columbia. Like, I'm good. I made enough money on y'all, man. I fucked with y'all, man. Y'all, I, I did my research. Y'all good peoples, man. I'm boom. I'm gonna turn y'all on. He turned us on to the company, straight club, right in Washington, D.C. So, um, our Porter Rat came back. Our Porter Rat, um, was beeping us. Then, you know, he back, he put an 18, whatever the number was, back. He put that shit in our beat, and my man Dre beat. We looking at the joint laughing. Ha ha ha. So we bumped into our Puerto Rican one day. We was at a club. Whoever the fuck we bumped into our Puerto Rican at. We like, man, what's up, man? That got some numbers. A nigga Dre like, man, we got, we fucking with it. We got a club. We getting done for like 14. He like, man, 14. I can't fuck with that. This, that, and that. But if y'all do need something, I number the same on here for y'all. Bop, 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 bop. Woo, 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 woo. He stepped off. That's when our Puerto Rican on the bullshit. The bullshit coming to play right after this. You want to ask me any questions before I proceed, Mo? No, no, keep um, keep going. 
Okay, all right. So um so um the bullshit come into play. He seen my um homegirl, my no, my, my my best friend, baby, not my best friend, my best friend, girlfriend at, at a pool party, try to buy her a picture. So he gave Mr. He gave the cameraman a thousand dollars or something to hold her picture. So when she came to get her picture back, the Polaroid pictures, you know, back in the day, the Polaroid pictures, you had to lay them out on the table so they can air dry. So um, he came over and got the picture, gave the cameraman a thousand dollars. So when she came out to get her picture, the cameraman was like, "Our Porter Rent got your picture." He ain't gonna buy. He gonna give it back. He just said, "Come and get it from him." Whatever he said. She went over and got the picture. He tried to talk to her. She ain't go for it. So she turned around to Big Ed Gary and was like, now you know my you know my fiance, Gary. Big Ed Gary say, fuck that nigga. I put a red gave her a picture back. She took off. She came home and told us. So my nigga Dre was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna um, trip off that shit. They think they can get a bitch with money. I'm gonna fuck that bitch without no money. So I'm like, man, who you gonna fuck? I'm gonna fuck Big Ed Gary girl. I said, Caprice, you like, yeah. I said, man, fuck her. Put that dick in her. So he started fucking with Caprice. So Caprice and Caprice and him get to beef it. Cause he fucking with my other homegirl from up northwest. She was a fly bad motherfucker, too, back then. Red bone, pretty eyes, dressing motherfucker. So, but Big Ed Gary was on her. So, they was arguing. And she threw my nigga name up in front of Big Ed Gary's face. That's why I fucked with Tank. The realest nigga in the city. And this, that, and that. Blah, 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 blah. Woo, woo, woo. So, uh, one day I'm down a carnival. And um, Big Ed Gary pulled me up. and was like, yo, your man, that's fucking us. What you, what's up? What, what you want from man? What's up? He was like, man, he owe me $10,000. I think he did $10,000, man. My man, don't owe you shit, man. How you know? I said, because my money is his money. His money is my money. We owe you some money to know about. You don't know what you're talking about. Tell him I need to see him, have my money when I see him. If I got him a car, call, um, call my man. He was a heck of Jamal. I went to heck of Jamal, got my gun on my stash, but I jumped in his caravan. I said, man, you nigga, girl, come on, you owe me 10000 What the fuck is up with that? He said, it ain't about no money. I know what it's about. I'm far thinking about a bitch, so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is about. We go down to Carnival, we see um, Big Head. Big Head, you turning this little stealth twin turbo. Him and Drake get the rapping outside the car. I'm in a car with my gun on my lap in the passenger seat. So um, I don't know if Big Head gave the nigga a nod, little young man. Nah, I don't know. Little young in the car got out. So little young man, Big Head got out of the car. So I jumped out the car with my gun in my head. I said, what's up? So Gary don't say, man, while we put the guns on me, you don't put no gloves on nobody. I said, I ain't gonna hear that shit. My nigga Dre, like, man, we get back in the car. I said, I'm not getting back in no car. He get out of the Gary, big head man got out of the car. I'm out the car. I ain't getting back in the car. You tell me to get back in the car, I'm gonna get back in the car. So um, it, it, it seemed like it was a long time, but it wasn't probably like a minute or two. So Gary ordered this little young to get back in the car. So when his man got back in the car, I got back in the car. So they talked for 15, 20 more minutes. They shook hands and rolled out. I said, well, man, what the fuck that shit was about? He was like, man, he was, he was a man, he was crying, saying that I'm a good nigga. And he tell his girl, if, if anything ever happened to me, the most nigga, I, the best nigga I would rather you fuck with is, is this nigga, 
type, man. You're a good nigga. This, that, and that, blah, blah, blah. And then turn around, you fucking my bitch. But my nigga was like, man, you told um, my motherfucking girl, fuck me. Oh, it's our town, nigga. So they squashed the beef and shook hands. He told Dre, to, he asked Dre to stop fucking this bitch. Well, Dre agreed to stop fucking this bitch. So I looked at Dre, you gonna start fucking this, I'm gonna fuck her one last time. I said, fuck that bitch one last time. When he fucked her one last time, he cut the bitch off. But the bitch was like a motherfucking stalker. Calling the car phone, blowing the beef up, coming through 16th Street looking for her. And she tried to play a verse. Are you scared of Gary? You wanna fuck with Gary? Said, my man was like, nah, I gave my word. I ain't trying to fuck with you. So she was mad. So I guess one day her and Big Ed Gary was arguing. Big Ed Gary, she told Big Ed Gary she was pregnant by my nigga. But my nigga Drake wasn't even fucking. As far as I put a rep, he was fucking, he was, he was, he was cool with one of my baby mothers. So he was trying to fuck my best friend girl at that time. Um, so he was using my baby mother. So my baby mother had him over my um, man, girl, on house and everything. Help her on get a house, put her nephews on and everything. He, I, he also told on the niggas too at the end of the day. They ended up doing fed time 10, 15 years. They home now, but um, so I'll pull the rest out of fucking my best friend girl because I think my best friend Dre had his first baby mother pregnant again with their second child. And so the rumors keep coming back to Michelle. Like he, he got his first baby mother pregnant. His only baby mother pregnant is getting his grave back. And so um so um she keep coming home every night asking is key is is about is is key to pregnant is key to pregnant again. Drake kept denying it. So Drake called me one day and was like, man, come on, man. I need you to come home. I never go home. I'm out fucking six, seven bitches a day. I never come home. If I ain't got no clothes, I go to the mall and buy some clothes. I'm never coming out. So he's like, man, I need to talk to you. There's a lot of shit that going on you don't know about. Come home. So I go home. When I go home, he like, so um Michelle was in the living room on the phone. He like, man, take your ass in the bedroom. She went in the bedroom. He shut the door. He put a towel under the door. So I'm like, man, why the fuck he put a towel under the bedroom door for? He's got a lot of shit that's going on. So at that time, Michelle keep trying to bang on the bedroom door. I need my purse. I need my purse. So my nigga was like, fuck, you need your purse. Ain't nobody going to your purse. Just sit the fuck back. So I ain't paying no attention to the shit. I'm gonna see what's going on. So my nigga Dre was like, I changed the stash spot with the money in. I said, the fuck you mean? Why you do that? He said, man, the bitch was shell been stealing from me. Stealing from me. I'm like, man, that bitch a thief. He said, yeah, man, the bitch been stealing. I said, man, I was like, man, break that bitch fingers, man. What the fuck she stealing for? You give her money. He was like, man, I don't know. But he was like, if worst case of worst come, man, she asked me about my baby. And I keep telling her key to not pregnant. I'm gonna deny the shit. I've been denying it for the longest time. But I'm gonna tell her the truth. I said, don't tell that bitch no truth, man. Fuck her. I tell her. And he said, man, I'm denying my baby. I said, man, look at it that way. Man, fuck her, man. Don't tell that bitch the truth. He told her the truth. This previous done. We rewind this previous he told her the truth. After he told her the truth, she started fucking out for the rat behind his back. So, so I'm gonna lead up to this. This 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 part come out when he told me to come home. 
And he wanted, and she was begging to get her purse. Like, bitch, ain't nobody gonna take your purse. Get the fuck. So he telling me the bitch stealing this shit. I'm like, where the new stash at? So he showed me the new stash where all the money and the shit was at. He's like, man, the bitch been stealing. So we counted the money up. We counted about a roughly 500 plus something up. So I'm like, man, I need you to come home, man, every day, man, help me out, man. Just that and that. I said, ain't no problem. Whatever you want me to come, just let me know, whatever. So, um, but I be with him all during the daytime. When we hustling, I'm with him all day. But when, it's, when we stop hustling, I'm going to get some pussy. In between doing them, I'm going to get pussy. So, um, my nigga always told me, do never check a bitch's phone or a bitch's pocketbook. Man, that nigga grabbed that bitch's purse. I said, man, what you doing, man? He said, man, it's something in this purse. You don't want me to go in there. I said, man, don't do it. He opens up, man. It's $20,000. We took the money. We split it. He went in there, beat the bitch ass. Then he told her, if you go over um, your own house again, you don't know if Alport or Red is under investigation. Don't bring that shit here to us. You, next time you go over there, you stay your ass over there. Don't bring your ass back here. Take your clothes and everything with you. You can keep the BMW I bought you. You can keep the wedding. Everything I bought you, you can keep that shit. Take that shit with you. So now, my baby mother, her aunt, and everybody trying to get her to come out. She ain't coming out. So um, tender dick ass Alport Red, he fell in love with another nigga bitch. So he mad because he can't, she ain't coming out no more. So um, I'm a fast, I'm gonna jump, I'm fast forward now. So I could priest get in an argument with Gary and tell Big Head that she's pregnant by Dre, he calls out for a rat. And it, it was it's, it's the perfect timing for them, but fucked up timing for us. Because we had a little bit of shit that our Columbia nigga had moved and rolled out. He said he'd be back. So we had a little bit of shit now. We had enough shit to hold us, but Dre was like, I'm gonna go back and get some shit from I'll pull a wreck real quick. I'm like, man, fuck that nigga. All this too much shit going on, fuck that nigga. He said, this is our last time going back. I'm gonna get some extra money so we can spend. We're going out of Cali. I grew up at a house out of Cali. My nigga had an AJ promotion, record label, or something like that we had going on. And um, he ain't know what was going on. He didn't know that a priest lied on him and said she was pregnant. So when he went to meet our portal rep, his guards was down because he ain't know what the fuck was going on. And so um he left me. I, I begged him to go with my call nigga like a thousand times, man. He um he left me, you feel me? And um and then that's and that and they and they trick put him in the trick bag. Okay, so that's when the uh the federal investigation started. With Alpo? I don't know because they got locked up in 92. My nigga got killed in 91. So I don't know what type of investigation this nigga was on, but we ain't get caught up in it. My nigga ain't get caught up in it because he was dead. You know what I'm saying? So I was already in. I was already in. I was doing some fake-ass county time. And um, when I was doing my county time, they tried to come and get me and charge me for Big Ed Gary body. So I report arrest said, I done it. I'm trying to tell this motherfucking cop sucking ass lawyer. Nah, I ain't do that to that man, man. Y'all keep believing what a rat say. Nah, I ain't do it. Tell that rat motherfucker tell the truth. So they my lawyer keep coming up there. At this time, did you know it was did you know it was Alpo that was saying these things, or you just knew that you, it was a rat? Nah, my lawyer told me. Nah, my lawyer told me. 
My lawyer told me, ain't no guess. My lawyer keeps saying, they locked out for the red up. They, they, they locked WP up. So, um, my lawyer keeps saying, I'll pull the rest of you killed Big Ed Gary, man. They trying to indict you. They got indictments ready for you, man. I told them, man, you got to be good report. We ain't going to lie. You don't, you don't lie to me. I said, man, check this out. Tell our Porter Rent, stop hating on me, and tell a motherfucker the truth. Bitch-ass, red-ass nigga. So they, this went on for a good month. So I guess the feds pressed them out. I was like, nigga, if you lie, I'm going to take your deal. I'm assuming what the feds told him. I don't know what the feds actually told him, but I'm assuming if you lie, your, your deal, your, your plea, your deal, whatever rat deal you made is off the deal, or off the table. So my lawyer came back, probably like a month later, apologized. Now I'm sorry if you keep coming up here, man. He finally told the truth. You didn't kill Big Head, Big Head and all this old wild shit. So. And that was the end of the chapter right there. So I, I never caught up with him since. I ran into him one time, but it was on a humble. I ran into Al Porter Rat and all the niggas one time. After they killed my nigga. Got you then. Uh, Rayful, how, how did he, like, what was your relationship with him? Oh, Rayful the Rat. <laughs> oh, Rayful the Rat. I ain't got no relationship with Rayful the Rat. I fuck with a lot of his men, though. You feel me? His little, his, um, his best man is my man. You feel me? I fuck with his men. I had a, um, he was actually mad at me at one point in time. And I'm glad he was, man, because he ended up telling all the niggas who he gave the shit to, fucking with the um, the brothers, the Blanco brothers, the son, the Blanco son. So I'm glad I didn't fuck with him. I'm glad he was, man, and bitch ass, red ass nigga. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so, um, we got any, anybody got any questions? A ghost. How did you um? How did that go? How did that go when you bumped in the um that output that one time that you bumped into him after after your man's that got killed? All right, listen, it ain't go good, and I was also mad because I I was getting some pussy. I came from getting some pussy from the hotel, right? So I'm going past the Metro Club, which is on Blainsville Road. I see they're not my homies no more. Both of them turned red. Carton. Chico Wills Jr., he a motherfucking rat. He turned rat. And K.O., no, Kermit K.O. Oliver, fake-ass nigga do real estate now in the DMV, they turned rat. So I'm glad it didn't really work out the way I planned. You feel me? But I'm mad because it didn't work out. Other hand, I should be a little happy because it didn't work because them niggas rat. So they probably would have told on me on that type of shit. So I'm driving past the Metro Club, long story short. And um, I see the I see Chico the Chico the red car and and Kale the red car. I got a bitch with me. I pulls over. Whoop. I jump. I run in the Metro Club. When I run in the Metro Club. I see Chico the red and um, Kale the red standing by the door. Soon as I get in by the door, man, what's up, nigga? He said the niggas in here. Soon as he said the niggas in, I pull the red. Tap me on my shoulders, man. What's up, Bob? Yes, man. What's up, Slim? Um, so I, when, I, when I turn around and see I'll pull the rep, I look back at these two niggas like, you niggas ain't even tell me this nigga was in here? So I'm saying it in my mind, so I'll the was like, are you trying to say I had something to do with Big Head and your man getting killed? Man, I ain't kill your man. That's Big Head and Gary shit. Gary did it. I don't have nothing to do with that shit. I love y'all. If you need me, man, I'm here for you. You need some shit, I'm here for you, man. 
Gary did that shit. I ain't gonna do that shit. Shook my hand. I shook his hand. I hollered at you. He stepped off. I turned around and was like, nigga, why y'all ain't tell me these niggas was in here, man? I guess they was shitting bricks. Because they was, them niggas was watching them. As soon as I came in there and said something to them, that nigga Alpo came straight on my back. So they must have was watching, they was watching them niggas. So a bitch came, I was Alpo the rat left. I shook his face, shook his hand, he left. Uh, WP came over there and was like, um, he sent the bitch over there by. So a bitch came over there by him. He came over by the bitch. I guess he wanted to see how I look. He tried to fake talk to the bitch. And woo, 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 this, woo, woo, that. And um, I guess once he seen how I look, he told the bitch, man, get the fuck, and he stepped off. So I'm telling these niggas, why y'all ain't call me, nigga? Let these niggas know they ain't. Let me know these niggas in here. They ain't say nothing. Man, we were just tables. I, I, I left. I, I immediately left, got in my car. I called my little homie, um, Bubba, Antoine, but we call him Bubba from out Maryland. I said, man, check this out, homie. I said, man, bring your chopper. And Bam was in here. Pat, where you at? I said, I'm down where I met. I meet you at Fort Lincoln. He met me at Fort Lincoln. I jumped in a car. I got the bitch take my car, jump in the car with It didn't go well. Nothing happened. I, I fucked up. They got away. So, and that's what happened. I ain't see Alpha the Rat no more until he came home. And I still ain't catch him when I came home. So, like, now, like, going into, so now it's like, what, 93, 94, Alpo situation done, like, did that hit D.C.? Like, what what he had did, like, when they said that he was telling on people in D.C., did it, like, stop a lot of activity that was going on in D- D.C.? Nah, it ain't stop no activity. You gotta remember, life goes on, you feel me? If the next motherfucker get killed and locked up, the numbers underneath him coming up. The next motherfucker, one shining, it was getting money. He, it's, it's, it's like shining now. So it never stopped anything. You know, life goes on. People still hustling, people still moving. Nah. You know, a lot of people probably was happy with WP got locked up, but the same token, I was telling niggas, how y'all gonna be wishing another man get locked up? Never that. I don't give a fuck if he's my enemy. I don't want him to go to jail. I want the nigga be, I want to be on the street. You know, my mother for man, baby, he got locked up. I'm up for dicks. Niggas up there clapping. That's what the fuck y'all niggas clapping. They finally caught the all that shit. He be doing that crazy shit. That's how y'all working to police them out. I had to lean on a couple of homies up there clapping, but they finally got him. Who the fuck you talking about? That's my man. If he wasn't my man, you can't be congratulating the nigga got caught. You suspected me, and I lean on niggas up for a dick. But I told the nigga, like, y'all ain't doing that. That's my nigga. How the fuck y'all some of y'all streets, and y'all happy a nigga got locked, got locked the fuck up? Who would they do that at? But go ahead, go ahead, proceed. Hello? So like what? So what year did you end up um, getting incarcerated? Uh, I got locked up in '92 for that green for that house shit, not paying my rent. I took a plea to three years, everything suspended, suspended except six months. Six months I did no two. I think I no. Uh, oh, hold on, I took three years suspended everything except nine months, and I gave me time served as a juvenile. I was going to court back and forth for three years. So they gave me, I did like three and a half months and came out of 92. I caught a gun charge and some drug charge in 93. And I did 10 years. I went in 93, did 10 years, no parole. I came home in 2000. Mm. Got you. 
So, like, you come home now in the 2000s, is it totally different from, like, the 90s and the 80s? Or just almost like yeah, a culture shock, or was it the same? Yeah, but no, because. I'm going to say yeah, but no, because everybody from my era got locked up in life and dead. You feel me? So, when I came home, I still had some good Maryland dudes that was hustling in the street. So, they was looking for me. I had my own money when, when I went to jail, but they still was looking out for me. So, they was waiting for me to come home. So when I came home, I ain't missed a beat. I ain't missed a beat in 2000. So all you niggas on the internet talking about something, I keep out, when I out pole or rent, I wouldn't be nothing. After, after that 89 era nigga, look at my Instagram from 2000 to now. I ain't missed a beat yet. So check yourself when you're on the internet talking that reckless bullshit about my life ain't nothing without our pole or rent. Now imagine that. Look at my history, look at my pictures, nigga. I ain't talking about no 88 pitches to 80. I ain't talking about no 86 pitches to 89. Look from 2000 to now. Look at my videos with my money on it. My guns. I ain't miss a beat. So all that hate and shit, man. Man, get off my dick, man. Give my props, mo. But go ahead. What's your what's the next question, mo? Uh, so like with the like so with the like so when you got the whole, you know, at this point, you know, we're going into the 2000s. We got movies that's coming out. We got articles coming out. Uh, interviews. On Alpo, and the way they portrayed him is, is like he was a gangster, and you know they like it was people that was saying that he was right, but it wasn't fully out there just yet. How were you feeling about that? Like seeing him doing these interviews, and uh, you know people talking about him, but saying that like he, he's a gangster, and uh, they ain't know nothing about him being a rat. Exactly. See, and, and you get that shit today, okay? I'm a, I was under, I was under the, I'm still under the old act. But I violated the old act when I started doing the social media shit, but at the same token, I'm saying, when I was sitting in jail this last time, doing my eight and a half in the face, I'm like, everybody doing these motherfucking videos, and they're getting paid off interviews, and these niggas rap. Nicky Barnes, Freeway Rick, Isle Porter Rap, Race the Rap, these niggas rap. I'm like, man, if I can do my shit, I'm a man. I ain't no rat. I looked at life, I ain't tell, and nobody in my camp get locked up. So I'm like, man, I can make more money and my name supersede them there. So, and I'm like, you know what? And this is a chance for me to clear my man name up. Because all them lies I'll post told is two sides of that shit. And I'm not getting nobody's story from my uncle, my brother. I was actually there. So a lot of niggas dead or, or washed up. I'm not. So I said, this is a chance to do my shit. So I went outside of my old act and joined the social media stuff. Why not get paid for my shit? And at the same token, straighten my city up because the nigga came, he did what he did. He got WP. Whatever he did, he did. I ain't disputing that. But all that, he's a gangster. Man, not bullshit. That nigga was getting shot, robbed. They was taking that nigga shit. That's why he had to get WP. If you so much of a gangster and you a killer, you doing all this shooting, why you need another man to protect you? A lot of these YouTube niggas don't see this shit. They charge them with 14 bodies. They charge them with 14 bodies, but he ain't do none of them. Other niggas did. So he's not a killer. He mm. manipulated. He used motherfuckers with his money to do shit for him, but that's what motherfuckers do. You got, if, it's, if it's a hitman, it's a hitman. You got to pay him to do a hit. So you ain't really use nobody. You pay for what you wanted. So how you, these niggas on the internet, he's a killer. How he's a killer, who he killed? 
He killed nothing. All he did is kill niggas by joining the feds and ratting on them. And he killed them by putting them in a cell. That nigga wasn't putting no trigger. My little homies in them shot that nigga trying to kidnap him. We went to the hospital. That nigga had a, like three or four bricks. We got the four joints off of him. What the fuck happened? My fifth and old niggas man trying to rob me. Hit me in my back. Ugh. Turn around. He tried, he paid, he tried, he paid the niggas to squash the feet. How the fuck nigga gonna shoot you and you gonna pay him to leave you alone? That's some bitch nigga shit. That's some bitch nigga shit. So that's why I don't think about he's a key, he the king, he a killer. He got charged with 14 bodies. He didn't get charged with 14 bodies. You dumbass nigga. Other niggas took them bodies that he told them. But go ahead. So I, I just wanted to straighten, I just wanted to straighten this shit out for my nigga. And he ain't come through D.C. and save D.C. because of pray for the rat guy locked up. Fuck out of here. Where they get that bullshit from? I'm here to straighten, I'm here to straighten that record out. And all my homies don't like that shit by what I say. Man, fuck you. If you got a problem with what I said about any of them niggas, man, come and see me. When you see me, put up on me, man. Because I, I, my, my, my motto is this. And it's like, like a nigga sent a message like WP. He asked me not to put his name in this book. You ask me like a man slim, I got you. I ain't gonna put your name in my book. But these other niggas talking about something, they love this nigga, they why I'm some why I'm calling these niggas name, they love these niggas. Man, I'm gonna tell you bitch ass niggas something. When them niggas was out here doing all this shit, you bitch niggas ain't do nothing. You niggas stay quiet. Al Porter Rat came home talking about what he did to niggas. Showing places we slump niggas at. You bitch niggas ain't go up New York looking for them. You ain't saying word to none of these peoples down here. Tell a nigga keep my name out of his mouth. You ain't put no money on his head. Y'all niggas shut the fuck up, nigga. When I came home, nigga, I went looking for that nigga. I put that nigga on blast and called him all types of rats. And bitch niggas while he was home. Yeah, like, that's the to... thing, too. A lot of people said that, well, he even said it a few times that the people want to dress him and call him a rat, you know, in the public. And now, like, you see, like, you know, after his death, you see a lot more people that saying, like, you know, coming out saying that he was a rat. So you had that same type of energy before he died. Look, look at my Instagram. When he, when I come home before him on my last bit, he come home. He sent me a message. Hey, man, let me talk to you, man. Send me your man. I replied, nigga, you ain't a man. I don't fuck with you. I see you when I see you. He know what the fuck that means. So he was home when I talked this shit. He wasn't in jail. When we when he when they showed that motherfucker picture up up New York in the Bronx in the restaurant, I went up there for 30 days, post up with that nigga. He ain't bring his ass back up to that motherfucker Jimmy's. He was on the street. And I let I popped up and let that nigga know. I told the world, if I would have caught this red ass nigga, I wouldn't have posted this video. But being as though I couldn't find a rat, I'ma post it. That nigga ain't come look for me. On any interviews he did since he been home, what that nigga say about me? Did he say I was lying about anything I said? All the interviews right. he did. All the interviews yeah, he did. I, he I, said I, I, didn't huh? I said I didn't hear him say you was lying. He ain't say shit about me. He addressed Sean. He addressed uh, King Erner. He addressed Miss T. Nigga ain't say shit about me. He ain't say I was lying. He ain't say shit about me. How, how did you feel about the way King Arna handled it? Like, uh, handled that whole situation? Like, you think that's mm. that's what he's supposed to do? Like, uh, when he was on his nah, rat hunting shit? Check this out. 
I, check this out. I don't know what the next man would do. You feel me? But when I was in jail doing my fake ass 21 months, my homegirl, my assistant sent me the clip. And um, she told me everybody was disappointed at King Earth the way he handled it because I heard the clip. And when he said, we just doing this for promotion and this, that, and that, I ain't agree with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I can't tell the next man how to handle something. King Ernie would make, he came back and made a statement like, what he supposed to say? This nigga said, meet him at a police station. He probably had the feds on the line waiting for me to say something fucked up. So you look at both sides of the story, not just look at one side. You can look at one side and say, damn, he ain't talk that shit, that gangster shit to his face. You know what I'm saying? And, um, the other flip side is what King Erna made sense. It was like, what I supposed to do to that nigga? He told me to meet him at the police station. He's right. So, so everybody had him sit this way. Me, I don't give a fuck. I told the nigga, man, fuck you. I'm going to come look for you and I'm going to see you. I fucked up and let you get away one time. After I popped up at Jimmy's up in Bronx, that nigga never posted We Eat It Again. All he did was post up real quick and eject. He never said we go eat at again. He never showed you a spot we stayed at go every day and eat at. He'll pop up on the scene. I'm here. Oh, I'm mid. I'm doing this. He never gave you a set spot where you gonna be at. I was on his ass. He know I was on his ass. So how you feel about like the way Miss T, like the way she uh campaigned for Alpo? It's like this with me, man. It's, it's like this with me. I understand it's the uh, internet where everybody getting paid. That's why I jumped on the internet for two things. Not so for the money for real. Because I get my own money. You feel me? Whatever. No matter how I get it, I go get it. You feel me? But I did it more so actually to bring that bitch ass nigga out so I can see his bitch ass, his red ass, and to clear my name, clear my man name up all the bullshit he talked about. He killed my man over Big Ed Gurr. He killed my man over jealousy and hate. Third, I straightened the whole DC up. He, he made it seem like we was fucked up. We was broke. Niggas ain't had no money. He was just killing. It wasn't none of that shit. So I cleaned all that shit up. I cleaned all that shit up. And like I said, once again, he was on the street when I was doing my video, my last videos. He wasn't locked up. He was on the street. He ain't say nothing to me. He ain't tell me to keep my name out of his mouth for none of them interviews. He ain't say I was lying. He said nothing. He, he said nothing about, he, like I said, he straight Miss T. I'm like, I never call Miss T. He called King Erna. He called AZ. He said something to some Detroit nigga about Sean. Ain't nigga ain't say nothing about me. He ain't say I was lying. He ain't say he gonna do something to me. He ain't say shit about me. That's why this dick sucking bitch ass Detroit nigga on some bullshit. But like I said, man, y'all, I'm gonna tell all you YouTubers and all you niggas, whatever y'all doing out there, man, niggas lost their lives, their fathers, their best friends, their sons, their uncles. Y'all bring that 80 shit up trying to get clout and all this old bullshit, man. Y'all take on and dick ride a wreck. Y'all taking on this beef, man. And I want you bitch niggas to know that. 
A lot of niggas ain't, ain't got no peoples out here to retaliate and put money on their head. But some people do. Rich niggas go, man. Did that blog, uh-huh. did the blog, I forget his name, but the one from uh Detroit, did he ever uh speak on you? He speak on me, he, he trying to, he press, he pressed for rap because he he tried to imitate me first, like joking. I ain't got, this shit ain't no joke to me. My nigga lost his life over this shit. And then he tried to um say that I'm lying on the interview. I want to do an interview with him because he don't gate my shit. I do an interview with Cheese, Smile, but he won't do an interview with me. Why would I do an interview with Clown, nigga? Then you 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 talking about you represent a rat. You the attorney for a rat. Why the fuck would I want to do an interview with you, you rat loving ass nigga? I don't fuck with no rats, no way, no fashion, no phone. They give me a million dollars, ten million dollars right now to play a rat in a movie. They can suck my dick. I will not play a rat in a movie. Yes, That's how much I dedicate them to this shit. I get my own fucking money. Gotcha, gotcha. You feel me? So I would never do anything with that nigga. Like I told him, keep there. When I see my cousin already gonna knock him out when he catch him. I'm trying to set up a, a, a boxing match. My cousin wanna knock him out for like 50000 But I told my cousin, hold up, I ain't on that shit right now. But as soon as I finish my shit, we gonna challenge him. He run his motherfucking mouth. My cousin will knock his ass out. I ain't got time to play with him. My nigga lost his life over this outpost shit. I'm not time, I ain't got time to play with him. Keep that same energy when we catch up with you, bitch nigga. When I when I catch up, what you bitch ass nigga? My cousin will knock y'all in the meantime, in between time. What's the next question? Uh, anybody got any questions? Got the flow open. Anybody got any questions? Yeah, was you working for um iPhone? Working? No. Nah. Apple never gave me nothing. We bought our shit from that nigga. What's the? We tried about fifty bricks. We couldn't even serve it. He only was getting thirty three. He couldn't fuck with us for real. But no, nah, I never, he, I never worked for, I never worked for him. I worked with one New York dude from Brooklyn when we first started out. I never worked for nobody since that day. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask. So, is did it's you? All good, man. It's all okay, good. It's all good. no doubt, no, no. I respect the OG because you're from a different. Question? Yeah, I, Chuck, I can ask a question. Go ahead. Yeah, I respect you. It is for real because I know how DC give it up. I used to be, I used to get money and be more. What I wanted to ask you was. You used, to, you used to fuck with Lou Hobbs, though, right? They was all right people with you. I'm going to mention them, though. That's I don't know them. Oh, okay. Say less. All right. I don't know them. I, 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 I met Demencio Lewis' son. When I come on, I'm doing my videos, he reached out to me. And I know Rich Porter people reached out, reached out to me. And I talked to them on the phone, but I don't have a report with um, them. I know of them, but I don't have a report with them. Actually, Demencio, right-hand man, I fucks with him. Okay, He's say less. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think I did a, uh, I put him on one of my videos. I had, I got a picture of him, Divine. He from Brooklyn. He was the, he was the Missy yeah. He had caught like life in, on DC. He finally made parade like 20, 30 years and made parole. So yeah, but um, I fuck with him, but I don't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I know the of the Missy O. Yeah, but I am okay. Definitely. What's um what's do you know the name of the Detroit uh YouTuber? Man, he called us. No, don't say his name. Don't say his name. No, I ain't calling him. I hit you on the back chain. Yeah, no name dropping. Say no more. Say no more. So, like, did you have a relationship? Hey, can I ask you? One second, bro. Did you have a relationship with AZ? I forgot to ask you that. Or you heard about AZ the rat? No, I don't know AZ the rat. He stayed, all them niggas stayed up in New York. I don't know AZ the rat. 
I don't want to know that nigga a rat. I don't want to know. Gotcha. What was that question? Who had a question? That that was me. I, uh, this uh, this Grady down here. I was just uh asking like uh after after uh what's his name? Dre died, right? Well, passed yeah. away. Salute the uh, rest in peace to him. And uh, I was just on the ask after that, man. How, uh, like, like, uh, did, did you did you just like straight get out out the game, or or how how that go? No, I just I I got I, I got more. And I actually, and this is what I want my people to understand. I want y'all, my youth, and even working people, females, and everything. Don't let somebody change you from who you are. You feel me? And that being said, is like. I, Dre told me to get money, fuck bitches, dress, let them niggas kill each other, get out the way. But after they killed my nigga, I took a vow from the heaven to the earth, from my mental to my flesh. I won't ever get caught without a gun again. And it's my turn to put in work. Because everybody respect niggas that put in work. The good niggas they say they love, they like, they love, but then the good niggas always get killed. So I took a vow. I let my lesson, my nigga Dre lesson, life lesson be a learning. And guess what? These niggas ain't gonna kill me. It's my turn. I want in. And and I changed who I really was. So it is what I ain't mad at myself, but it is what it is. So coming where we come from, <clears throat> especially the era that you come from, I was born in 87. And I had the privilege to where my dad used to go up Georgetown and they had shut Salby Auto down and, you know, size my dad, you know, his clothes and used to, you know, give us, give me and my sisters, you know, the sparkling water and things like that. And right. back in the day, my father, my father from Waller Place, like we, I didn't mm-hmm. see no police up there. It was like that. I didn't even understand like what a rat was. Like it was just, you know, times was different. And now, you know, if you got money, even if you you hot, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. you still, you still that nigga. And it's like back in the day, if you was called a rat, like niggas gonna let that shit be known. Like he's a they rat. You know what I'm saying? And like I didn't see niggas, you know what I'm saying, get killed over you know, they just saying he been a rat and it had been times that a person really wasn't a rat, but, you know, then we come from, like, nobody didn't want to take them chances. So, you know, you saying, especially me being a community leader, and I'm saying that these children is looking up the rats, and I'm like, do you understand, like, why these men, you know what I'm saying, when we grew up was so glorified and getting money because they took care of their neighborhood, they took care of you know what I'm saying? Everybody. And like, That's right. I remember, I remember they used to be like going to the house and then you were here shooting. Like 10 minutes later, yeah. you were here shooting. But that shit didn't happen. You right. were right there. The and then we, they That's didn't right. shoot on Sundays. You know what I'm saying? It's just how right. city is fucked up. So how do you feel to come home, especially what we was known for, for it to be fucked up for these children to look up to hot ass niggas that's getting money? I, it's fucked up and it's sad. You feel me? So I look at it like this. Also, it come from the oldest, the old niggas. My generation, generation first. You got to still in the youth. Stay away from that rat. He's a rat. He's an outcast. We don't deal with rats. Back in our day, rats can't come around because we'll smash them. If a nigga told on, say, I, if a nigga told on some niggas over South Beach and I don't know the Southeast nigga, 
but we catch him somewhere and he a rat, we punish that nigga. So it's fucked up how they look at the glorified rats because everybody condoning it because you got money. Money don't make you a hustler. Money don't make you a killer. Money don't make you a street dude. Mores and principles do. And I owe this why I be trying to tell people. Like even when I do interviews, I caught myself a couple times I the interviews, I'm like, damn, like when I did an interview with one dude, I said, man, put these pictures up. I sent him a picture of the output of rat with, with rats on his head, eating his ears, eating his eyes out. He ain't posting. I was in my feelings about that shit. But then I gotta catch myself. They not you. Everybody say they keep it a hundred. They real, but are they real or are they true to the streets like you? So you got to learn to separate that shit. But I'm mad at the OGs because they ain't stealing strong enough about these youngest. Don't fuck with no rest. Don't glorify these rest. Even I talk to street dudes now. When they say I'll pull, I'm like, nigga, I'll pull a rat, nigga. You got to say he a rat. How the fuck you mention his name without saying a rat? Ray for my homie. But guess what? That nigga fucking rat. Ray for the rat. Fuck that nigga. Fuck him. So I'm just trying to let the youth know, man, we won't get no honors no rap. Or no rap loving shit, man. Fuck that shit. Fuck what he done. It, once you once you rap and you take the government side, man, become a government whore, all your street credibility has been stripped from you. You are nothing. And I'm trying to reach that message out to the youth the same so they won't come out with the bullshit. Help yourself. I'm doing me. That's bullshit. So I'm fucked up at the same time, but we got to keep our feelings aside and just look at for what it is. Everybody ain't cut out that cloth that your father raised you out of. I came out of me and Dre raised, Dre raised me up and my neighborhood raised me up. Everybody not out there, mom. They say they is, but hey, they not. You know, so we got to get out of our feelings, you know, and I had to learn that when I first got on the internet. I'm like, these niggas love this rat. He's a rat. But you got to realize who you talking to and you dealing with. Everybody ain't come from where we came from. They don't honor They don't honor the code of the street. You feel me? So once you understand that, you, you wouldn't be mad. It's sad and it hurt, but you wouldn't be mad. You gotta I'm be not from mad. The it's upsetting. You got to really be from the uh -huh. streets. You have to be from the streets to really honor the code of the streets. See, people think because they lived in the projects or, you know what I'm saying, they hung out over their grindy house in the projects that they from the streets. That shit don't mean nothing. And I know no, a lot no. of street niggas that ain't never caught a body. I know a lot of street niggas, a lot of hard-ass niggas that ain't never sold no drugs. Right. You know what if, I'm saying? If, if, I rebuttal, if I can rebuttal on that for a second, I don't think, see, being a solid individual, see, we, you know, in our culture, we, we, we link that to the streets, but it's like, you ain't got to necessarily be, you know, be from the streets to not tell on your best friend. You know what I'm saying? That's it's just, right. you know, it's it's just a, a moral code. Fuck the hood code, the street code. I think we're using that too much and it's outdated. More than I just think a moral code. More than like, Okay. If, if, if I, I ain't got to be on the street with a motherfucker or killed a motherfucker with a motherfucker or I went to jail. None of that. If this nigga, <laughs> if we doing some illegal shit, he can be a square from Delaware, right? Or vice That's versa, right. my nigga. I'm not going to tell on them, though, period. That's right. I'm not going to, regardless if I'm from the streets or I grew up on Wall Street, you get me? It's just a moral thing that's fucked. Morals and principles. 
it's, it's just different. It's, it's bigger than the streets, my nigga. Because, nigga, you ain't got to be from the streets, my nigga, to keep your mouth closed. That, you know? That's right. I agree with you on that, Mo. I agree with you on that, Mo. That's some real shit. That's real shit. Real talk. How did you feel about, like, oh, this random, but, like, uh, you know, the rapper Takashi 6 9 comparing himself to Alpo or, you know, even in social media <laughs> tried to compare him to Alpo for what he had did? Hey, listen. They the same, but you know why they rap. Yeah. So, so they got the right to compare each other because they rap. They are the same. Yeah. He told on his own clip, turned them in, turned states. Suck the government did and got out. Hey, they all the same. Except I'll put a rap one a rapper. The cause a rapper. <laughs> and so they are they all the same. Gotcha. Anybody got any other questions? I have a question. Um if after the last time you said you saw Alpo, how long was it you think that people start getting locked up and you guys put together that he was, you know, taking people down or writing. I seen him in 92, I think. I got locked. I got locked up. And then they got locked up. I got locked up before them, I think. But last time I seen Al Porter Rhett was in the Metro Club that night. And I, and I fucked up. They got away. My, the red ass, my red ass homies Fucked up by not calling me, telling me the nigga was in there, so he got away. So I just last time I seen the red ass nigga. Yeah, then you said that um you found out that he was uh rad because he tried to blame Big Face Gary on you. Yeah, I was I was doing my I was doing my four and a half months in the county jail up of Marburg. I was unit eight seven at the time it was a work detail unit, and my lawyer kept coming up there saying that. He's saying I killed Big A Gary. So, yeah. I knew he was telling right then and there. Yeah. Did you ever have any interactions with Sean Branch? With the dude Sean Branch? <laughs> oh, little Sean. Me and Sean was, yeah, man, that's my, that was my man. He's still my man. He We still cool, but yeah, man, that's my man. I raised Sean, basically, to a certain degree. We used to, man, me and Sean, let me see. Me and Sean used to fight together. I used to fight for that nigga. We used to dress alike. Um, if he got a girl, I got a girlfriend. If I got a girl, he got a girlfriend. We danced alike. We dressed alike. We fought together. We jumped in together. We did all that shit together. And then, man, I think uh, last time I ran into Sean after this was, I was around his way. And let me get this straight. I was around his way. I walk up to him, him and his best friend, around from around Brentwood, BM12. Um, I think Sean was crying. Like, what the fuck you crying for, nigga? Him and another little dude about to fight. Well, other little dude was talking big shit to Sean. Let me rephrase that. It wasn't no fight. So I'm like, man, what's up, man? He was like, man, nah, I'm about to fight. I said, who you about to fight him? This little dude was like, yeah, but the dude know me too, though. So I'm like, man, this is my brother. Sean, my brother, man. You don't want to talk to them fighting me. He was like, Spock is, man. I ain't got no beef with you. Fuck that nigga Sean. So I'm like, nah, that's my brother. So Charlie was like, man, Spock is, I don't want to fight you, man. You cool, man. You cool. Anyway, the dude ain't fight. Me and the dude ain't fight. So I'm asking Sean, why the fuck is you crying, nigga? I always get mad when I cry. 
So I don't know if he was, I'm like, man, what? Get the fuck. So I don't know if he was mad at me because of that situation. And I and I ain't see Sean Hart like six months after that. So I ran into Sean again. I said, what you on, my nigga? No. I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna rewind it. I'm gonna rewind it before the answer again. Me and Dre took Sean up Georgetown. So I think I was, I was, we was hustling, but I was still stealing. We were still stealing. We're going to Morris Brown shop. First time going up to Georgetown. Sean, first time going up to Georgetown. My first time going up to Georgetown. My first or second time. We don't make a difference. It was our first time going up to Georgetown. Dre took us up to Georgetown. So um, we going to Morris Brown shop, looking for Morris Brown sweatsuits. So I'm on my stealing shit. I'm still on my stealing shit, even though I was selling drugs. I look behind the cash register. I see a green money bag. I say, man, it was one dude working in Moore's Brown shop. I said, listen, man, I see a money bag behind the cash register. Get that nigga attention over here, and I'm going to go ahead and go behind the cash register and get this motherfucking money bag. Sean, y'all, let me get it. I'm like, this is my shit, nigga. Chill the fuck out. So Dre looked at me and was like, nigga, if you want to go behind the cash register, let that nigga go. I'm like, man, I, that's my move, nigga. I'm trying to steal that shit, nigga, not him. So me and Dre like, man, nigga, let him get this shit, nigga. So I'm like, man, this nigga Dre a motherfucker. So I listened to Dre. We got, hey, 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 sir, can you get these uh, Morris Brown sweatsuits up top? So when the nigga grabbed the Morris Brown sweatsuits, Sean dipped under the cash register, under the drink, grabbed the bag, hit out the door. So me and Dre were like, oh, we good, we don't want nothing. We took off out the door. We jumped on the bus. Any bus we seen, we jumped on the bus. We broke the money down three ways. Two days later, we went back up Georgetown and spent all the money right back in the Morris Brown shop. <laughs> So um, I'm a fast forward. So me and Sean ain't seen each other after that fight shit. Supposedly crying shit around in all feet. So we see, I see Sean six months later. What you on, nigga? I said, man, you hustling good, nigga. I still be stealing, but we hustling like a motherfucker. He was like, yeah. I said, yeah, man, come be my brother, man. Come fuck with us, nigga. You my nigga, man. Come fuck with us. Come on, go with us now. We took him around 16th Street. We out here hustling. Because he said I live like two, three hours with us. So we ran out of shit. We took him in my man's basement. We counted out a little 40, 50,000 we had. The first time 50,000 we ever seen. Got some more work out the house. Put the money under the bed in the envelope. Left back out. Come on. Sean back down 16th Street with us. So we um we out there hustling. Sean say, man, this time my man Dre driving. So Sean was like, I'm about to go home. So my nigga Dre was like, man, you want me to get your ride? Fuck walking. He said, no, nah, I'm going to walk. I've been walking. The little fucking weasel doubled back and broke in the basement window and stole our fucking money. Fucking little weasel. So, um, so, um, we sell our shit. So we're like, man, we're going to call it a night. Let's go in the house. I want to count my money again. I'm telling Dre that we're going in the house. Envelope gone. So the next door lady was like, the boy y'all had in here, he, he, he was in there. So the lady next door seen the nigga going in the backyard. So we, that's how we knew it was him. We knew it was him anyway, but the lady next door confirmed it. And so um, we ain't, we couldn't find him. They were like, we're going to get our money back. We hustled. So like six months later, he came around um, our way again, fucking with our homegirls. I had a cast on for my ankle. I had a cast over to my um, waist. I really couldn't do nothing. Dre beat the shit out of him, and that was it. And uh, that was it. But I ain't got no, I ain't got nothing. We was little. Ain't nobody lose their life over this shit, so. It is what it is, but motherfuckers who ask me would I do something, why not do nothing with them, 
you stole from me and backstabbed me once, I can't fuck with you again. I'm not gonna give you the opportunity to steal from me again or cross me again. I ain't got no beef with you, we cool. I speak to you, what's up, my nigga, whatever, but I can't do nothing with you. Next question. I got a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got two questions, right? The first question is, mm-hmm. what's the longest stint that you stood in prison or jail or something like that? And then the eight. second question. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to mention the first one. I did eight and a half in the feds just now from oh, I came on 04. 06 to 14, I did eight and a half straight. In the face. That's, long, that's long as I did straight. My first bit was seven years with no in the state, seven years, no parole. So I did seven years on 10. My first bit, my last bit, I did eight and a half in the face. All right. And the second question is um, when Alpo came home, he was doing a lot of talking. He met up with Kevin Childs, he met up with a lot of different people. Um, um, did you ever try to have an opportunity to talk to him or anything like that um, before his passing? Did you ever try to meet up or even have a conversation on the phone? All right, check this out. Uh, I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. My my model is this: blood shed, blood was shed. When my nigga, I had nothing to talk. To in the next life. I'm not your friend. I'm not going to talk to you. When I see you, I'm going to see you. I stay strapped. As of today, as I'm speaking, I'm going to push, I'm going to push this shit back by the court that nigga. When I come home, he hit me on IG. I post on my IG page. He's like, hey man, what's your number? We need to talk. What's your man? We need to talk like men. He hit me on IG and the owner was a fake. I'll pull the rat. But somebody with his name hit me and said that. I texted him back and was like, first of all, you ain't a man. I ain't got nothing to say to you, nigga. When I see you, I see you. And that's the last time he ever reached out to me. And ever since then, I've been on his ass. But when he showed that picture of Jimmy's of the Bronx, I went up there for like a month and post up on the bitch ass nigga, red ass nigga, and I ain't seen him. And I revealed my fucked up because I revealed my hand and let him know I really was going to places that he was posting. And I fucked up by doing that. Early since that day, I don't think he posted another picture saying we eat at or we party at. And I was mad at myself for that shit. Any more questions? Brother, you got to elaborate. Remember when he came um, during the pandemic, people were sending you pictures that they spotted him and hauled him on his bike. How you feel about that? I don't, uh, see, with the pandemic, I did, I just did a fake ass bit. Twenty months, I remember. I remember, we were sending you videos <laughs> when they spotted him in Harlem during the pandemic. Yeah, see, it was like this. I wasn't mad because I was happy because he out. He's showing his face. You know, NWA said some shit a long time ago when they rap. They say if you can be seen, you can be hit. If you can be hit, you can be killed. NWA said that in their rap. So. I'm happy he home. If I can't catch you, if you ain't out, I don't know where you piling at. I can't, you're a ghost. I can't catch you. But if you let me know where your location at and where you party and eat at, I can catch you. So I was happy he out on his bike in Harlem. He going to Jimmy's eating his lunch. I was happy. But I fucked up by putting that dumbass post up by me going up to Jimmy. 
I fucked that money up, and I'm mad at myself for that dumbass shit. Hey, so how did you? I know you had made a video about it, like, but how did you feel about uh, when you heard about his death? <laughs> it, it, it's two, it's two sides of everything. I'm happy, but I'm sad. I'm happy the bitch nigga got punished, but I'm mad because I didn't do it. But then again, if I would have done it, they'd have been on my line, which I don't give a fuck because murder is the easy thing to beat. Long dream got no witnesses, you don't tell nobody. Murder is the easy charge to beat. So I'm mad, but I'm glad. I'm glad, but I'm mad. It is what it is. The streets took care of him. So hey, he killed niggas over a bitch. He got killed supposedly over a bitch. Man, fuck him. Yeah, Any other questions? Big Ant, what's good, bro? What's Hello. the deal, man? What's up, what you said? Hello? Yeah, what's good? Yeah, 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 bro. Uh, anybody else got any questions? No more questions? I just want to say it's very ironic. I never thought of like kill people over chicks, and now I said that he. I never even thought about it like that, but it's so ironic. Is this the first time you you telling this story? No, I told the story many a times. I did an interview with Gully first, Gully TV first. I did an interview with Info Minds. And I did an interview with Say Cheese TV recently. That's my latest interview right here. Yo, Ghost. What up, bro? Yeah, you got any questions, bro? Nah, nah, nah. We pretty much got everything out the way, man. I appreciate you coming through, bro. You, you know, you know how we be chopping it up, bro. I really appreciate you, my nigga. Appreciate that, bro. For real. You talking to me? Yeah, we talking to you. Oh, okay, but, 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 yeah, man. Everybody, um, that's listening, man. Um, I got my own um, uh, clubhouse. Uh, follow me on clubhouse on the Is the Christ. I got my YouTube Is the Christ. My IG Is the Christ. Follow me up. Hit me up. Y'all got some comments, questions, man. Hit me up, and I respond. I'm gonna respond right back. I do have a life. I'll be busy, but I will respond. You feel me? I'm not going to go back and forth and argue and debate with you about my situation and um, my truth, but I will answer your questions, though, and that's it. Look me up. Hit me up. My website, Keeping the Real, is coming up soon within the next month or two. Keeping the Real Sports on IG and Facebook. So look out for my book. I'm working on my book now, so uh, paid in full DC version. It's called Fully Paid. It's coming out soon, so I'm working on that too. So um, I'll keep y'all informed. Like I said, hit me up on IG, YouTube, subscribe to my channel, like my shit. And my Facebook is my real name, Harold Jackson. That's my real name, my government name, my mother name, whatever. I ain't going for, I ain't ducking nothing, so y'all can have my name. Look me up, Google me, search me, do it, investigate, search them. I'm legit. I'm a, I'm a man. You feel me? So I ain't got nothing to hide about my name or none of that shit. I had no code of things. I never had no code of things. I did all my business by myself. Let me, let me. Hey, shout out. Okay, I'm sorry. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Big Chuck and the whole motherfucking death of the cloud chaser, man. Putting this shit together, man. Shout out to the ears to Christ, man. Yeah, 
fucking with you, bro. Thank you for having me, bro. Yeah. Lou, bro. Shout out to you, Chuck. Okay, I, I got one last question. Okay, so everybody has a disdain for the rats, right? But, uh, you know, um, Alpo in particular, um, whether you love him or hate him, was a culture icon. Like, people are still trying to dress like him to this day. Um, do you feel like constantly having talks about him or surrounding stories or situations like them give him life? And actually um, using that notoriety to to come up on brands or whatever the case may be, do you feel like that's a possibility that people are still talking about him because it does well with him as far as like views or anything anybody else is trying to push? Yeah, for sure it is. For sure that. You know, it, it's like this for me. And I, like I said, I realized this YouTube is in an in, in, in that situation. People get paid off likes and views. So whatever's popping, jumping at that time, they're gonna they're gonna do a title on it because they trying to eat off of it. You know what I'm saying? I don't knock the hustle. Like a couple of people might call me, man, they took your they took one of your videos and posted it on it. Like when I did a I did a, a video while I was driving about Alpo, how I feel about Alpo Red getting killed. People took that and reposted it and was like, is the Christ hated? One that Alpo did because of this. They put their own titles on it. People call me this, that, and that, but it's like, I'm really ain't tripping off that shit. If y'all want to put my shit up there and make money off of it because his name ring and my name ring or whatever, I really don't give a fuck. You feel me? If that's how y'all gonna eat, eat. If you want to throw me something, if you did good on my name, throw me something. If not, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But nine out of ten more than none, Miss Lady, you right because. They clout chasing. They want their views. They getting their money off their views. So I respect the hustle. I might don't like it the way they glorify a rep, but I can't. I can't knock the hustle. You feel me? Hello. Yeah, Hello? yeah. I think that was the last question right there. All right. Everybody good. Yeah, 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 bro. Great interview. Salute, yeah, no, salute. This is a class. Show that. Definitely salute, man. I'll definitely send you that follow. I'll follow you on YouTube, too, man. Just send that love, bro. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate it. Oh, yeah, so, um, like I said, when you got my number, man, hit me up, man. Whatever, I ain't tripping. And once again, if y'all got some questions for me, y'all think of some. All the listeners, you know, like, man, hit me up. Inbox me. IG, uh, what we on there? What the shit called me on? Uptown, what we on? What joint y'all got me on? Clubhouse. Oh, Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Y'all call it Uptown shit. Yeah, I'm old, I'm old school, man. <laughs> <laughs> shit, yeah, I got, I got one of them pages. Hit me up. I got Is the Christ on that too. Hit me up, man. Follow me. You know, like I said, y'all got any questions, whatever. I want to know something far the street. Legal, credit, whatever. Let me know. I, I got y'all. I can help y'all. I'm going to assist y'all, whether it's bad or good. I hope it be good, but if you're on the other side of the road, man, fuck, I'll help you out that way if I could. You feel me? I'll give you some advice or some or some shit like that. But other than that, when that's it with me, I'm going to go, go press this motherfucking bed, and that's about what it is. I'm about to say bunk. I'm I want to say thank y'all for allowing him to um come on y'all platform and clear things up. Hey, Brad, that's your sister. So, 
Hello, um, your voice. <laughs> but now I appreciate y'all for doing this for him. Like, but at the end of the day, follow him and support him. He's from my city. He's one of the real ones from our city that we need to keep him protected at all costs. So thank y'all very much. Thank you. Thank you. You know we're going to protect me though, right? You. And yeah, the man upstairs and me. I got to give, give a shout out to my man upstairs. I can't Thanks. give him You feel me? But um, the rest will be up to me. <laughs> oh, is are you? Um, I guess the one of the sisters from my city, she rolled out, but um, I guess she wanted to ask you this: Are you gonna do be more involved in the community, knowing what's going on in our city with the um, youngest? They doing too much in our city. So, what what are we gonna do? The you know, because we need uh, to me, I think we need all the OGs to stand up. Like, I right, check, right, check this out, right? I, I thought. I'm in rotation with some OGs, right? And they be doing youth. They be doing, um, they be speaking for the youth. You feel me? And um, I ran, when I first came up, I ran into like two dudes. They asked me to speak, but I never got back with them to speak. As far as community-wise, like, uh, what you, like, uh, giving back, like how? Speaking to them, donating clothes. Like, what you mean getting involved? Um, when I mean getting involved is like talking to them, let them know how, how real it is. I mean, I guess giving them some knowledge to let them know what they're doing now is is not it. And you know what's going on in that city. You see it every day. Every five minutes, something going on. You know what I'm For saying? Sure. Okay. Yeah. And I feel this will just, see, a lot of people don't know this, right? And, and when I do, when I do shit, I do it out the counters of my heart because I want to help people. Besides this street shit, anybody know me know I'm a good person, regardless of the end of the day. I give a person my last dollar, and I'll be broke, because I know I can go get some more money. And I know how to survive, you feel me, without eating for 20 days. I've done it before, while I got money, when my liquid died. But anyway, long story short, it's like, I do help out. A lot of people, a lot of youngins hit me on my IG inbox. They ask me questions. We talk. I might take a week, three, four days of talk to him, but I do talk to him. So I just don't go in. I just don't go around glorifying. Yeah, I gave my man some knowledge over here that I'm doing out the kind of my. I'm not doing it for reputation and fame. I'm not doing it for that. That's why people get on my I'm, on my page and be like, "You destroy the community. Why are you helping out? How you know right. helping out? Because I don't advertise it. Right. I, I don't need no glory for that shit." I'm giving my genuine help to these youth, trying to tell them how to get their credit straight, how to open up a business, what they should do, what type of loans they can get. If they're left-handed, if they left hand, they can get a loan for left-handed people. How many grants out in this world? How many organizations want to give money to people who just came home? But I don't talk about that on the internet live because it's nobody's business. And I don't want to get, oh, oh, this is what I'm doing for y'all. I'm giving out turkeys over here. I'm passing out. I, I mean, fuck that shit. I ain't doing it for that. I'm doing it out of the kindness of my heart because I want to see that our people or the next man do better. better. So I do a lot on that internet as far as inboxing. Like, if you go on my page on um, Instagram or YouTube, I respond to these people. It might not be right then and there, but I do respond to them. So I give back. I'm just saying glorified all over the internet like I do this street shit. 
You feel me? Well, y'all give back. I give back. I give back a lot. And every time I talk to one of them youth, they say, I can't believe you. I can't believe you call me back. I can't believe you answer me. Why not? Why not? I love my people. I want you to be able to text my man. My cousin was like, you too easy to get in contact with. Either. Anybody can text you or call you anytime. I'm not hiding from nobody. The people make who you are. If it weren't for the people, we wouldn't get paid off this YouTube shit. We wouldn't be getting paid. So why not, baby, to touch my motherfucking peoples? Like Dre told me a long time ago. I said, these junkie motherfuckers, I'm going to fuck them up. Dre said, hold up, nigga. What's wrong with y'all? What the fuck wrong with y'all? You can give somebody some drugs that you and think they're going to pay you. That's for one, you wrong. For two, they're not junkies. They're your customers. They're human. Without them buying your shit, we wouldn't have no money. Treat them like human beings, man. If they fuck your money up, tell them to pick up the trash on the streets to work that shit off. All that hitting them, talking down about them, they human and they our customers. Without them, there wouldn't be no us. And that goes as this internet shit. Without the, the, without the followers, the haters, the lovers, it wouldn't be no us. We wouldn't be getting paid for this shit. So why would I think I'm all that and don't answer my people that make me? They make me who I am as far as the internet shit. Why, how I feel not answering the people? I'm too good to answer them. I always had money, so money don't make me change. Money can't change me. So yeah, I'm going to answer every call I get. It might not be right in it, but I'm going to get to it. So I do a lot. I just don't boast and brag about it. It's nobody's business what I do. If motherfuckers think I'm on the internet talking about violence and selling drugs, so be it. They can think what they want to think. But the youth to hit me, inbox me, they know what I do. They can say, nah. That dude right there, he hits us back. He talked to us. But I'm not, I'm not going to tell everybody. There's none of my business. So like I said, I give back, but it's just not, I don't broadcast on internet like I should. But I don't want to because I'm doing it out of the kind of my heart. I ain't doing it for nothing else. I ain't doing it for the people in the, in the neighborhood to say, oh, he giving back. He is a good dude. I know what I am. I ain't got nothing to prove to nobody, sis. You feel me? So at the end of the day, I, I still ain't a broadcast. If I go out right now and give all the homeless people a dollar cheeseburger and a soda, I'm not going to videotape it. I'm not going to show them downtown giving the homeless people cheeseburgers in the morning. Or sauce represent. I'm not gonna do that because I'm doing it because I I, I want to feed my people and the hungry people. I'm not doing it to get no clout. I'm not chasing to get no the for the for the public to pat me on my back. Oh, he, he giving back, man. Fuck the public. Not like that, but if you do something good, they're gonna like you or hate you. You do something bad, they're gonna hate you or like you. So therefore, I do me. Just don't get in my lane. I ain't gonna get in your lane. I respect everybody. I want everybody to respect me. You feel me? But I do, I do give back. For everybody don't know I give back. Nah, 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 nah. I ain't gonna put this out there. I do give back, though, in my own little way. You feel me? Everybody that I talk to on Instagram, hit me inboxing, they know I, they know, they will know, they know what I'm about. They give me that number, I call them. I talk to them. I ain't duck. My man right here I'm talking to, they're on a podcast. I don't do no ducking. You're a man, I'm a man. You talking, you vibing. I ain't got no complex. I ain't know where you from, who you are. I don't care about that. If we on man time, we on man time. If I can help you, 
build your platform up. You can help me get my name out there more. And everybody eats all as well. Absolutely. Go ahead. Next. Go ahead. Yeah, let me ask you a question because, and this is just based off of what you said. You know, um, wouldn't it be more productive to um, show that you're giving back to the community, not necessarily giving homeless people food and stuff like that, but as far as like talking to the youth and things like that? You just finished saying that you don't do that, but the only time you um, on the internet is when you're talking or glorifying that thug life. But looking at the state of the culture right now, where everybody's glorifying and murder, death, kill, you hear that in music and stuff like that. Wouldn't it be um, more productive or to change that type of behavior within the community if we promote life as opposed to promoting death? Because me listening to you um, talk about your heydays um, on on this interview right now, it is glorified, and some people, some mis- a lot of misguided young people would take that and run with it and make it seem like that's the right thing to do and further project that murder, death, kill lifestyle on a community. Do you feel like you know that doing the exact opposite, you know, would bring? kind of some kind of balance or whatever or showing them that yeah I did this but look what I'm doing now this is the direction that our people need to be heading as opposed to glorifying the heydays of the crack ever okay I, I respect that okay this is my model this is the way I think unfortunately I just I just tell my nigga Dre we, somebody used to tell my dude Dre you too smart for your own good right so it's like this with me and I always thought about this as myself. A person in the streets. Think about this. I'm going to ask the dudes this question. I, I still think of this to the day. Even, I think of this to the day. If I'm, on, I'm in the streets, right? And you got a dude with a suit come up with a briefcase. You got another dude come up with a Bible with a suit on. You got the drug lord or the hustler come up. Who is them youths going to listen to? The preacher, the working dude, or the dude in sweats that look like him, that talk like him, and act like him? Some tricking you got. Listen, we so, listen, it's sad to say this, but we so twisted in the mind. We got, we got to trick our people into the truth. We can't just lay the truth on them. We got to trick them into the truth. So, so you got them two people and me coming up on this internet. Who do you think they're gonna listen to and follow? The preacher, the suit with the briefcase, or the dude that look like them, walk like them, and dress like them, and talk like them. So once I talk it on this internet, I'm letting them know at the same token. Inbox me, you got some questions. I can help you on your credit. Show you how to build your credit up. I can show you how to get certain loans. So you gotta trick our youth. I can't go into the youth. Hey, stop the violence. They do. Nigga, you was out here doing all this shooting and selling drugs. You try to tell us to stop. Then get the fuck out of here. They're going to think I'm crazy. So you got to trick the youth. My sheik from my sheik from Baltimore, South Temple of America, Modero Johnson Bay, he said, man, we so far gone. That's why I get the quote from. We so far gone. We have to trick our people into the truth. So that's what I do. I'm not going to preach to the children about stop the violence, don't sell crap, don't do this. I don't want them to do that, but they're going to do it anyway. So 
I'm gonna trick them into I am who I, I am who I am. I'm one of y'all. I made it out the era of the murder capital. I ran with the best of them, million and a half, everything, dress, females, everything. I'm doing it legit on a movie tip now. At the same token, I can show you how to get your credit straight. I can show you how to do this. I can show you how to do that. So they listen to that too. So I got to trick them. I can't come in this breach because they're going to laugh at me. That's like me, somebody trying to come and tell me, like I said back in the day, preacher dude or working dude. Hey, stop telling that crap. Get the fuck out of here. You got a good education. You got a suit on. You think you better, you think you better than us? Then that self-conscious kick in. You ain't better than us because you got a suit, you got a town, eh, insecurity setting. So you got to trick the youth. So I got to expose my hand, but I, I'm trying to trick the youth into the truth. So I got to come as I'm out so they can recognize me and let them know I am one of them. I talk like you. I dress like you. I look like you. I came from the same projects in the hood streets that you did. Whether it's New York, wherever, all over this universe, I come from where you come from. So I understand what you're saying. A lot of people think like that. I get a lot of that on the internet, my YouTube. Why you don't get back to the youth? You're destroying the youth. They don't know my plan. So you're looking out thinking that's what I'm doing, but I can't come at the youth like that. Your brothers, your boyfriends ain't never listened to no preacher and no dude with a suit on. They always look up to who? The street dudes, always. So who are they gonna listen to? The street dude. So I gotta stay street just to trick them. Next question. Hello? Any other questions? Yo, EA, you, you got a question, bro? Nah, man, that was that was a dope-ass interview, bro. He, he's real thorough, you feel me? So, salute, salute. Yo, Ness, you came off your mic. You had a question? No, thank you. I was also loving the content. You sure y'all good? Yeah, no doubt, man. Well, like I said, um, if y'all got if y'all got any more questions, if y'all come up questions later on, IG my they suspended my IG, but it's back on as a day. So inbox me or whatever, man. I get like I said, I get back to anybody. You feel me? So I ain't ducking nobody, I ain't running from nobody. I got hey, I'm gonna answer your question the best that I can. You feel me? Give you the best advice I think I would do. I'm not gonna tell you to do something that I wouldn't do. Man, no doubt, man. I appreciate you stopping by, man. Definitely for the crowd chaser. We definitely gonna put this out on the YouTube and um, you know, get this message out here in full entirety, bro. Cause uh, I think definitely people need to hear it. Shit was dope, tag, man. I appreciate tag, it. Tag me in the YouTube. Um, send it to me and, and tag me in my IG. I got you. I got you. So I can post the one shot, post it. Post it up first on y'all on y'all platform first. The one shot post it probably two, three days later, then send it to me. Y'all get all y'all views and everything first. And then send it to me. Definitely dope with interview. Super dope. You feel me? Gotta keep it real. You feel me? Yeah, so we out, man. Appreciate it, man. Everybody that came through, listen to the full entirety. Make sure y'all know if y'all missed something, the replays was on, so y'all can check this back out and listen to the whole episode, man. Salute.
Salute, bro. Appreciate you. Salute, salute. Salute, salute. We just waiting for the book now. I'm working on AA. I've been having problems because I'm trying to get ghostwriters. Every time I get a ghostwriter, they back out on.